body boyers. It's time for another podcast. Today I'm gonna focus on. Um, I'm gonna talk about many topics. I think. I'm gonna talk about the latest. I don't know what to call it, but the latest experience that I had. Uh, with a family. I'm also going to talk about the unrealistic expectations of women. I'm going to talk about a lot of there. There are many topics that I want to cover, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, so here's what happened with this particular piece of shit. So I had, like I told you in the past before, I had uh, set my age to, I think, 38, but later I set it to 36 to seem a little more realistic. My age is actually 30, and um, I can pass for younger. So I woke, so I said, anyway, I set my age to 30, 36 the second time around. and. Anyway, so I met with this woman who claims she's 27, about to turn 28 uh, this year. And um, whether this is true or not, I think it's, I I see the possibility that it's true, but I'm not sure. Anyway, she's not from here. She lives here and has been living here for two or three years and, she, and says she, she really likes it. Anyway, so I talked to her uh, for two days, I think, and I then we arranged a date. And um, we met actually in the morning at 8 a.m. They're going to say this is wrong, this is uh, bad, but she actually offered me the previous date, the previous day, I'm sorry, to meet in 8.30 p.m. But 8.30 p.m. doesn't work for me because it, it leaves me with two hours, um, with two empty, um, empty hours. And I said no, because it simply doesn't work for me. I, I'm usually free from work around 6. So what the hell am I supposed to do until 8.30? And then it's 8.30, we do something. It's going to take at least 40 minutes. So it's like like 9.30 almost. And it, it, it's my whole evening is ruined. So it's too much of an investment. So I said no. We scheduled a date for 10 a.m. Uh, the next day. Uh, and I went to the date, and as always, by the way, this is the story of my wife. I don't remember actually one time. One, I, I'm always first to the date, and I'm never really early. Like I'm like usually, usually I'm a few minutes after the original hour. 
like three minutes so it's pretty on time and they're always those bitches always late so so I'm there sitting and you know it was already 10 5 then eventually it was like 10 10 and um, at that point I saw a guy he was a um, uh, bike messenger and I decided to talk about him about you know his job you know I had considered before to work as a bike messenger myself and I you know just talked to him started talking to him about the bicycle that he drives that he rides etc and I was like almost like at the back of my mind I had like I was almost like I was like 70% sure she ain't coming but eventually actually I saw her coming and she was like a little over 15 minutes late okay so I actually recognized her and I said to the guy you know nice meeting you and I went to her and <laughs> funny thing I was actually eating um, fries because nearby there was this McDonald's and I bought uh, you know the smallest the smallest package of fries and she actually she said you know my name is Eva and um, I mean I don't, I'm not sure her, that's that, that's actually not her whole name but it's like short or something and we, we were actually talking in English and um, so where she like the pictures no no and no like I'm thinking about her three pictures on tinder that she had now one of them she was uh, a picture like she was like the back of her so I couldn't see her face so she had two pictures with her face on and she didn't look she looked she didn't look she looked like neither one of them she was like um she had some no she on many pictures she was super white first on in real life she actually had a tan and I'm talking heavy tan like she goes to some studio to get it because it's like February and here there's winter real winter her hair different color um, now at least though I do admit she wasn't she was like she looked like she was in good shape meaning not fat and um, I mean she probably the pictures were from like a few years a few, they were like a few years old anyway so we went to this coffee shop that I would never go to um, for myself because it's like you know overpriced garbage like Starbucks or some other shit that's like who the fuck pays that much for that stuff anyway we went there and we talked blah 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 and it was actually as always I never like I can't complain about the conversation she seemed fairly interested she even sat next to me because I usually if there's a like uh, a couch I usually try to sit on the couch because it's more comfortable for me I don't like sitting on the chair and she actually sat on a chair in front of me and she said here it's not comfortable so she sat next to me and I'm like oh yeah I can I, I like where this is going so we talked a bit about what I do for a living, what she does for a living, 
she told me that uh, she is not working for a boyfriend. And I asked her why. And she said, because I want to be free. And I don't know, maybe I'll move someday to London. It was like, um, I guess it, it wasn't like a concrete plan. But it's like a possible plan. Like something that you see yourself doing like, maybe let's say three years. Okay. And like, okay, whatever. And in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking if she's not working for for a boyfriend that could mean only two things she's looking for what for a for a fuck boy or b she's simply lying because as we all know women say one thing and really mean something else or they mean they don't know what they mean like you can never take what they say like it's a statement it's more like more like an expression like they express something that they feel and um, they express something that they feel, but they don't necessarily mean it. So you can't really use it as a base uh, on which you can make suggestions and assumptions and future plans. So I'm like, I'm like, I looked at my clock and I'm saying, at 11:15, I'm going to make my move. And it was a pretty good spot, by the way. I didn't like the coffee, but that particular wing of the coffee was pretty good. And since it was like 10 in the morning when we went there, there were not that many people. But my guess is that around noon, it gets like crowded. You know, for business meetings and there are many, many offices around and whatever. And I'm like, at 11.15, I'm making my move. And it eventually 11.15 came, and my move was just like, a, I moved a little closer to her. And I said, like, not into her ear exactly, but kind of like, imagine it's just slightly closer. And I said, it's time to kiss. And she's like, she looked at me, and she's like, and she was shocked. But not in necessarily in the bad way shocked, but kind of like shocked, but not, I wouldn't say it was like super negative. There was some, a, a positive, you know, note in it. And she said, but should we, should, we, should we really do it? And I said, yes, it's time. And... She said, ah, she, she was like, she was saying no, and this and that, and I moved a little closer, and she then she moved back. And I was like, okay, this, and then I said, because there are so many people here. And actually, there weren't. And next to us, oh, there were, there was a group of three girls, but I'm really talking girls, like, uh, let's say 15, 16, 17 top. Uh, they were uh, tourists. And nobody else really and she said no not because of that i'm just not sure yet i'm not looking for a boyfriend so she's starting she started like backpedaling you know in a sense so you can and you can say bro this was a shit test and that and that i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure because um i made i made two advances and the second time she kind of moved back instinctively with a little fear, so 
I'm like, I was very, I was put off by that shit. And I said, you don't want to kiss me because I'm too attractive, right? She actually, I don't know she actually, she knows she, I don't know what she did with her um, face because I walked, I walked, um, at that moment I walked at the girls in front of us, they said something unrelated to our particular meeting and uh, that went away, she brushed it off and uh, this is when I did my mistake. Uh, I didn't really um, moved away, meaning I, I should what I should have done right there on the spot is I should have um, just leave and not even pay for my shit. Because uh, okay, that's what I should have done, but I didn't. Uh, I stood there for like um, ten more minutes. Then we ended the date. She was, and I said, I'm going to the bathroom, and I went there, and uh, she was actually waiting for me after that outside. I didn't necessarily expect that, uh, because, you know, voice are voice, you know, you can't expect uh, even courtesy from them. Uh, so then we said goodbye, blah, 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 and that was it. And then, then she sent me, like in the evening, she sent me a... Um, she, we talked a little bit and then she started, she asked me, what do you think of me now that you have met me or something like that. And I, and I said something, something generic, I don't even remember. I didn't insult her for sure. And then she started spamming me with all those ideas where I am, um, she said, I wish you're not as sensitive. I wish you were not as sarcastic about wife. I wish you were more confident. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish you weren't sad, that, uh, yeah, 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 she, she also said that the fact that I look sad scares her, okay, and uh, did it really look sad, well, here's the thing, I can't see myself from the outside, I guess I'm giving some vibes, that people can feel and can decode, but I personally cannot feel feel them, okay? And I guess I do kind of sad naturally, okay? But in general, she was basically saying, I wish you were another person, okay? And I said, whatever. And then we talked a bit, some stupid stuff really, and uh, I eventually I said, see you on Saturday, meaning our next date will be on Saturday. And she said, I'm not so sure about it. And, I, and she also called me an idiot. She said, but it was more in a playful way. I'm like, whatever. She said, I have to think about it, idiot, or something like that. And... Uh, eventually she went radio silence, meaning ghosting, and I sent her a photo of um, a, a hallway that I had um, tiled. I put tiles in that hallway, but it happened two months ago, and I said, "Here's the, my how hallway is done." And she started. Then she started asking me, "Is this your apartment?" 
is this in which area is it do you own it uh, did you buy it all by yourself and those kind of questions like are a little uh, don't they imply that she's basically investigating my material situation isn't that so and beforehand during our first conversation online she actually asked me do you drive and I don't know if is this a new fucking thing whatever the fuck it is this is the second time that a bitch asks me that and it really translates to do you have a car is, you know because why would this bitch ask you if you if you are driving think about it is she a fucking um, employer are you at a job fucking interview where you're going to work as a uh, I don't know a courier or a truck driver or something why the fuck does she need to know that you if you're driving and it's because she wants to know if you have a personal vehicle to your name that's what she wants to know so the idea that I have an apartment sparked her interest because this this bitch where I live the rent is pretty fucking high for the standard of living and I think she's, she's, she has a good salary so maybe it doesn't bother her that much she works in some financial institution where she pretends that she understand understands shit and does, does shit you know the typical family job but I bet my ass they're paying her a lot anyway but even then even after that she refused to meet me again even if my bed bugs um, if I, even after my humble better bucks proposal let's put it this way she still refused and I'm like I said you're you're just another bitch aren't you that's what I wrote to her and she blocked me right away anyway it was a very uh, unpleasant experience for myself um, and many of you may wonder why maybe if you haven't been to a date you'll be like oh yeah it would be so great bro if you're sitting where I'm sitting you would know why this is not that pleasant anyway the point being is it's a it was a waste of time it was a legit waste of time and uh, uh, my mistake okay let's be a little critical and look at my mistakes first of all one of my mistakes is actually going on a date with this bitch because she was legit 15 minutes late and if it wasn't for that guy that actually opened that I actually started talking to you know my limit for a date is 15 minutes after 15 minutes I leave if it wasn't for him I would have left now to be perfectly honest she had actually written to me but since I don't have mobile internet I didn't see the message she had written to me at 10 or oh, it's almost it's like 9 
56 that she she asked she asked, she was asking me where I am but I don't have mobile internet so I didn't see the message second mistake is um, that I didn't leave right that I waited until 11:15 so this is like an hour upon meeting her to you know to do my move I think 45 minutes were enough so I was 15 minutes overdue my advance Third, my mistake is actually sitting there after after I was rejected, and this is the second time I do this stupid fucking mistake. The first time was this with this bitch was summer that I actually got from court approaching, and uh, she actually uh, gave me the shoulder. I tried I tried to kiss her and she gave me the shoulder, and I anyway I still finished the date. And I, I regret it to this day. And I swear that uh, on my fucking heart that I, I would never do this again. If a bitch gives me her shoulder, I'm I'm just getting getting the fuck out straight away. And I suggest if you have the opportunity to do the same if you are if you find yourself in a similar situation. Because here's the thing, motherfuckers. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but this principle, I don't remember the exact name, but I'm gonna explain it to you. When I was in high school, actually, it wasn't even in high school, I was in middle school, I think, and we had this psychology or whatever it's called teacher. It was a woman. And she, she was talking about, about us. That some people use try to stimulate body language in another human being to see their true um, stance on a topic, and she uh, gave us this example: a friend of hers got pregnant, have gotten pregnant, and the friend went to the father and said, "You know, I'm pregnant." And the first thing that this man did was to shockingly move back and away from her. Okay, this was like his first reaction in the splits. It was like a, it was like a split second reaction. And this woman, the pregnant one, interpreted this in a way that says he underwhelmingly instinctively basically does not want me even though the man had said after that after this reaction that he will marry her and he will you know they will be like together and it, because of his initial reaction she had put him away meaning uh, rejected him and the idea of my psychology teacher was that sometimes um, people can derive a lot of honesty in similar instinctive responses. And when you go for a kiss, okay, you are indeed stimulating that instinctive response. And you're basically, it's like you're, you're basically telling to this bitch, uh, you're putting her in the position where this man was put. 
where you she has to react with with more instinct rather than femme widow rationalization rationalizations and if she instinctively rejects you well it's over okay now it doesn't that doesn't mean it don't expect her to be like all over you she can show signs of, of hesitations that's okay but if she completely rejects the idea then I would think for me personally this is my conclusion for myself there is no point really in pursuing her anymore because um, you uh, you are like on the verge of becoming an orbiter and there's like think about it from your own motherfucking perspective bro let's say uh, you have scored a day with some Stacy like a Stacy can be in a uh, in a more realistic world a Stacy can be like a five out of ten bitch who isn't fat now realistically a Stacy is an eight out of ten bitch but let's say you have scored a date with some bitch and she's not fat she's like somewhat sympathetic and he, and she tries to kiss you would you fucking punch her would you stop her no you may be a little like kind of like a little hesitating like oh i don't know whatever but completely and brutally shutting her up you won't do that okay so you, that kissing advance is a very good indicator now the thing is that you can't always do it you can't really always do it because sometimes you would be in a coffee shop and this and that where just um, circumstances are weird maybe there's a there's like a, a, a kid celebrating in its birthday and very 20 different there's a reunion of some seniors whatever <laughs> and it's really not the most venue wise it's not the best it's not the best option which is why you should find the best option which is why I prefer a date in the park and which is why if it's a coffee date I always try and try to find a place a corner that's more um, private okay if that makes sense to you and uh, yeah take it take this from me bros because it's really the case she doesn't kiss you she doesn't want you and now people are gonna say um, but wait until the second date what motherfucker I never got a second date so I'm not waiting for anything okay I'm not waiting for a second date because it's hard enough for me to get first date okay now uh, oh yeah about the age thing you're probably wondering did I and did I reveal to her that I'm actually younger and I did because she asked me <coughs> are you are you really 36 and I said no and I told her my real age, if that really matters to you. Anyway, 
um, um, I have a goal that I set for myself, and I will achieve that goal. The goal is uh, somewhat realistic. From now on, from now on, motherfuckers. Whenever I go on a date, I would destroy the bitch in front of me. Of course, I'm talking about words. Like, for example, this bitch, I'm, I'm going to insult her to her face. I'm going to attempt, if it's optional, meaning if there's an option to do it, I'm going to attempt to stuck them with the bill. If they don't kiss me, I live straight up. I take my shit, take my jacket, uh, and just leave. No, no goodbye, no I'm sorry, no nothing. I just fucking leave. I just fucking leave, and I don't give a fuck if they call the fucking, fuck the fucking ninjas on my ass. Because I don't give a fuck. I just leave. But most importantly, I'm going to be honest with them. Like this bitch, she came. And she looked older than her photos because guess what, motherfuckers? We are 2019, right? Later, when I was scrolling down her Instagram, it revealed to me that all her photos were from 2016. So it's like a two year and something yet. So, her, and, and you're gonna say, oh, I didn't age in two years. Or whatever. And actually, I'm sorry. Her her photos were uploaded on that day. 2016 something. Which means that they're probably older than that. Which is why there was such a significant difference. I wouldn't be surprised if her photos, like, realistically, her photos are probably like four years old. And they're gonna say, oh, I didn't change in four years. Well, I wish I didn't change either, but I probably have changed in four years. Too. And probably you too have changed in four years because sometimes it's not so much about aging. You just look slightly different in a sense. Maybe you gained a little fat in the face. Maybe you lost a little fat in the face. Whatever it is, it's a four-year-old photo for fuck's sake. And all my photos are within six months. So maybe even less than that. Okay, and she didn't have the courtesy to upload a, a recent photo of hers. Uh, she looked really older. She was noticeably older than the pics. Like the pics, she can pass for like 23. In real life, she can pass for like 32. Okay, so fuck her, right? And I was supposed to tell her that to her face. She deserved it. She deserved to know it because it is the case. If she can talk to me about being sensitive and shit, I, I have the right to do the same. You know, I make an observation. I declare that observation to her. And this is what I will do from now on because believe me, it is not that easy. After, this is why I'm saying to you, it's not that easy to do that shit. Because even after all those rejections, even after all those bad experiences, even after I've been treated badly so many times I still have a cook in me I still have cook substance in me cook substance that I have to take out 
And the only way to take out the cake substance is to stop doing what makes you a girl. That's the only way. There, there isn't another way to stop being a cook. There just isn't another way. To, you just gotta become somebody who doesn't do cook shit. Uh, just like, let's say you're weak physically. Well, how the fuck do you become strong? You gotta do things that make you strong. And you gotta, do, and you gotta stop doing things that make you weak. So whenever I get a date, it may be next week, it may be after two months, but it will happen one day. It will happen one day, and I have to de- I have to destroy the bitch verbally. I have to tell her the truth while walking into her eyes. For fuck's sake, I've done it, but I never did it on a date. Like I've done this, I've I've approached women. And after they, like, I go to a woman, she says, I, I'm sorry, I say to her, hi, what's up? And she keeps looking at her phone. And I, I, it just happens that I, sometimes I say, you know what, eat shit, bitch. I've done that to stranger women on the street. And without my bike, you can say, oh, you were on your bike, so you're just like a pussy, you just go there, you insult them, and you ride away. I've done that, I admit, many times, but I also done it on foot. Like I would go to a bitch in her face and say, eat shit. And yet, even though I've done this crazy act, which shows how deranged I've become and how much, um, how disgusted I am, even then I still feel that I have a cuck in me. Are cooking me that they want to get out. So every time I go on a date, or I even like every time, like I'm not going to insult them over text. And I tell you why, by the way. I tell you why because when it's a text thing, when it's a text communication, they have the upper hand. Okay? Um, women feel really, really fucking strong when. Uh, they're communicating with you over text. That's why they avoid phone calls and shit. Because in reality they're weak. But this texting thing is like a makeup. It's like a makeup thing. It makes them beautiful slash strong. Which is why they keep doing it. But when it's face to face. There's no running bitch. And... I'm walking back, I'm reflecting back on so many of the dates, and every time I feel like I feel I'm kicking, my, kicking myself, criticizing myself, that I wasn't more um, aggressive in the sense I wasn't like inserting them to their faces. Because you don't own them shit, motherfucker. You know, you realize it, right? You don't own them shit, motherfucker. Like, like, man, like, just say what you want to fucking say to them, okay? Just say it, like, some bitch doesn't look like your photos, say it to her. Don't just fucking bend like a little bitch, because you think that, oh, she's gonna fuck me. She ain't gonna fuck you anyway. She ain't gonna fuck me or you anyway. 
okay you want to know the truth if I was one point in works above what I am right now that same bitch calling me sensitive and uh, sarcastic and sad about life you know what she would be doing right now she would be sucking my sarcastic 4.3 inch finger as we speak that's what she would be doing right now and she would be jumping on it too with her hopefully tight pussy okay she would be jumping on the same sarcastic sad insensitive dick if I was better working physically I would, if I was like one point about it, which is a lot but not like it's not like five I don't need I don't need five points just one point above she's gonna be jumping on that day now that's my guess maybe she say she say I need two points doesn't matter uh, the idea still stands it the dick will be the, still the same sensitive sarcastic dick and but I do real uh, I do realize that people's people can read you more easily than you think I'm a pretty good I, I like to think that I I can hide some of my feelings but I guess I don't do that great of a job as I thought I guess the sadness and the sarcasm and the sensitivity surfaced but there will be another day there will be because I ain't gonna stop and I'm gonna go to that date motherfuckers and I'm gonna, gonna tell her that she ugly I gonna tell her that she feathered in the photos I gonna fucking stuck her with the bill and I gonna tell her if she refuses to kiss me I gonna tell her eat shit piece of shit what's up buddy boys I need to start checking in Today, I'm gonna talk about all the million of bitches I've been fucking while I've been posting about my approaches. Now, we ain't gonna talk about that because that never happened. I'm gonna talk about the ban, what happened, and I'm gonna because nobody's gonna, nobody gave me the opportunity to tell my side of the story. I was just banned immediately. So what happened? Uh, I had an account on Wokism, and uh, it was the same username. It was me, indeed. Although nobody really provided much proof that it was me, but it was me. Okay, I wasn't going to deny that, to deny this information. I was there originally. And I had posted uh, a sexual experience on there. And if any of you had actually read those threads that were incriminating me, so to speak, you would have seen that uh, that only one of them actually represents a sexual experience. 
and it was the, the one when I lost my virginity uh, by meeting a woman through online uh, application. It happened uh, in November on November 26. I think it was 2017. Uh, I remember the day because yeah, it was the day I lost my virginity. But it was mo I mostly remember the day because it's uh, one day after my birthday. Okay, so it's easy to remember. Anyway, um, what happened? Uh, I never denied it, by the way. I never bragged about it. I just never like I I, I said what I said it on. Uh, I would have explained what happened in details uh, on the forum originally, but I knew that people were gonna fucking uh, torture me for it. So I'm just gonna do it here. It's the same as in the Wukism thread, although I don't remember exactly what I wrote there. But basically, uh, I met her online. Uh, she was like, uh, her face is like, honestly, you may rate her. some of you, like, judging by how you rate, you rate people. I actually rate women up. I, that's what I noticed. Like, because some of you post a woman and say she's like a two or a three. For me, she may be a four. But she def this woman was definitely not pretty she was not like obvious she was not an abomination obviously but she was like fake up maxing she her nose is very ugly she has this hobgoblin type of nose and but body wise she's okay her body at least isn't fat so that's good enough right and uh, what happened uh, first we met i remember it it was like uh, we met at five i think or seven. I think yeah, yeah, five, five. And um, actually, almost uh, I was going to almost miss the date because I didn't understand, I didn't know the exactly where we were supposed to meet. But anyway, I found the place. Whatever. She came late actually. Then she took me to a restaurant. She took me to a fucking restaurant, uh, and it was actually empty. We were the only ones, the only one, uh, the only. The only ones there. Now it was November 26, but what was the actual day? I think it was yeah. I think it was Sunday. And so I did not they were like on Sunday uh, Sunday um, night there aren't many people uh, in restaurants, right? Uh, because people were getting ready, uh, preparing their children to go to school the next day, preparing themselves to go to work, and the fun is over, and the work week is about to begin. And we went to, I'm not, however, I'm not sure if November 26, 2017 was exactly a Sunday, but I think it was. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. Uh, we went to this uh, restaurant, and we ordered a bottle, bottle of wine, and she started uh, basically investigating me like the job interview type of date like what do you do blah 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 she was like tearing me apart with many questions not a group like she was technically asking many questions she wasn't super aggressive about it and eventually she dropped kind of like a dropped uh, a <laughs> not the red pill but uh, a, a, a truth pill about her true intentions she said i'm not talking for anything serious right now but you gotta understand that I've been told that women say one thing and then they mean the other, so whatever I said, yeah, whatever. And uh, after the restaurant, 
I was already, honestly, I already had kind of a buzz because I usually don't drink at all. Like, I never, like, very rarely buy alcohol. I may buy me a beer during the summer, but I, I'm not an alcoholic, okay? And uh, I drank like a half a bottle of wine with this bitch. And I, I, I got a, I felt it a little bit, let's put it this way. And uh, we're out, and I'm like, where are we going today? Oh, where, where are we going right now? And she said, um, let's drink some more at my place. And I immediately knew what's up, basically means let's fuck, right? Well, but at least I was like, kind of, kind of like surprised a little bit because she had given me all those questions about, um, like, they were like long-term relationship type of questions, but anyway, I went there, and it was, honestly, I was like, holy shit, how the fuck do you live here? It was some rented apartment, according to, like, there were many female shoes, maybe there were, there was at least one more woman there, and I asked her, who are you living with? She said, I'm living with my roommate, uh, we have so many, sh that's why we have so many shoes, blah, 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 but it was very, like, the furniture was, like, from... Second World War, World War or something. It was, and I ask her, where the fuck do you sleep? And she points to some fucking couch, which is like the most disgusting couch you had ever seen. And I ask her, how the fuck you sleep on here? And she says, you can't extend it. I'm like, how the fuck can you? It was like, honestly, it was like a very shitty bed. And I'm like, and it's and the hygiene there is not the best or whatever. But I knew, I'm like, I asked her, well, can I go to the toilet? Not can I go to, I just asked her, where's the fucking toilet? And I went there, and so it was, at least the, the, the bathroom was kind of not the worst. And I said to myself, you know what, I got, uh, if, she, if we fuck, we fuck. Okay, because you gotta understand that prior to this experience, I'd been also trying to secure dates, to, to pursue prospects, and nothing had come true. In fact... Uh, how, uh, when I was like, um, when we arranged the date, originally I was just so fucking tired, I just thought, you know what, let's meet. We had exchanged like a few sentences, I said, let's, let's meet, and she had agreed. And I'm like, this is my chance, let's fuck this bitch. And uh, we, uh, this was also my first kiss, by the way, at uh, 29, 29 years old. Uh... And I was totally inexperienced. I was actually a hugless virgin, if you now think about it. And I, I although I gotta admit that it may come as surprising to some, and I'm also I was I was definitely a mental self too, growing up. But it's that all oh, that's a different story. So I was totally inexperienced, and we started kissing, blah blah blah. And it, I'm like, oh what the fuck? This is not that hard. This is not, I'm, I was like, what the fuck? This is not that hard. All those far, I had read, you know, throughout my wife some guides how to kiss bullshit. All of that was out, out of the window. It's just like, it's it's natural. You don't even need to read any fucking guides. You, especially at my age, you would just do it, right? And eventually, I, I, you probably hate me for saying it, but I was like, I wanted to stop kissing her. First of all, because I she was not, the, obviously, she, my heart wasn't into it. But also, she wasn't that great of a human being, and um, I got tired of it. It was my first experience, and I got tired of it. Then, 
which kind of undressed, whatever. She asks me, do you have a condom? And I didn't even have a fucking condom because I didn't fucking expect this to happen. And of course she had because she's a whore. So she puts, she, I put my, the condom on my fucking not so big dick. And um, I exactly didn't know exactly where to put it. But, and her fucking vagina was, um, it was kind of a, how would I say, it was not exactly uh, a clear cut way to it. Let's put it this way. And anyway, she grabbed my dick and put it where it's supposed to go. And I was supposed to fuck her, right? So we were in the missionary. And I'm like fucking her, but I don't feel anything. I don't, it was like, I was fucking my, the fucking air. I, it, exactly, it was like I was humping the fucking air. God knows how many guys had fucked this bitch. She was not tight at all. She was like, it was like, I'm a first, I didn't feel anything. Like, I feel like I'm really, eventually, you know, you know what eventually I felt? I felt a fucking cramp in my fucking hamstrings. That's what, uh, it was, it felt like a fucking workout for my hamstrings, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, one, I remember my right hamstring, or I saw, I think it was my right, I don't, you know, sometimes you remember some details, but it turns out it was not exactly like that. But my memory says my ra- right hamstring got somewhat like, you feel like a workout, you feel like you, you the, there's like, lactic acid building up, I'm like, is this fucking sex really? And she said, let me be on top or something like that. I'm like, okay, let me be on top. And my dick is getting uh, soft. And it's really getting fucking soft. I cannot keep it up because I'm not feeling anything. And you would think that I would come right away, like in three seconds, but that, that did not happen. And um, uh, she was on top. She started jumping on me. And honestly, the only thing I'm feeling is how my... um. Because I'm not exactly fat or like I'm skinny, and my um, but even if you're not that hip, that uh, what's the bone called the hip bone? Uh, she I, that's what I want to finish. She's hurting my fucking hips, jumping on my fucking dick, and my dick is getting softer and softer and smaller and smaller. And eventually, my dick came out of her fucking vagina, and it was it was like contracted to almost its uh, soft state. And half of the condom was like not even filled with anything, and and she actually came at that moment. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, she started making those weird fucking noises. I'm like, what the fuck? And I and I felt like she's fucking somebody else, to be honest. And eventually we tried uh, we tried a little bit of missionary again, and but I couldn't keep it up. I just just I just said, you know what? Let's fucking end this. And um. She didn't care because apparently she had come somehow. I'm like, what the? F-? And she, she, she said, I, I, because I said, what? And she said, because I was on top. And apparently this bitch comes really easy if she's on top, and that's why she wanted to be on top. But um, and I, um, you know, I hugged her a little bit, and we stayed like that, like that for a little, for a little while. But I could feel that she's very cold towards me. She said, I don't want you to spend the night here. I want you to leave. Um, because tomorrow I have work. Um, if it was any other day, maybe I would have let you stay here. And I'm like, ask her, what time do you finish work tomorrow? Implying that I want to meet her. And she said, um, I'm not sure. Maybe around. She inserted some hour, let's say five, I don't know. 
she was um, working in some uh, editor office she was editing books anyway and uh, I'm like okay I'm gonna write you and I, I, I left and I felt disgusted because first of all I didn't like her she wasn't she was uh, she wasn't great for anything I felt sad because I didn't like sex with her or maybe I was like is this really it and it was it and I went home and I was kind of like really fucking sad and the next day I, I wrote her and she replied with one word then I wrote her again she left me undelivered and never replied ever again and I felt like I was like I don't know anyway so this was it right and event sometimes I, uh, many times I saw her in town unfortunately and she would I would say hi what's up and she would turn her head ignore me shit like that and when I became all inhibition and I saw her again I actually told, said to her fuck you piece of shit anyway and this is so this is the fucking story of my first sexual experience and this is the, the, all, the same in the fucking triad this is what happened okay you consider that success okay uh, there if you actually read the other threads on um, that I was incriminated for on wokeism you would know that I did they didn't they didn't they weren't really sexual experiences and many of those women are was overrating them too like there was this bitch uh, there was this bitch BDSM that I don't I don't remember the original thread, but I talk about some bitch offering me BDSM. You wanna know what ha what was her deal? Well, listen because you're gonna get disgusted. Uh, we met on Tinder. She was 31 at the time, I think. She was definitely over 30. I think 31. And uh, I I don't know what the, the, the whole conversation was, but eventually I said I wanna fuck you. Okay. And she said, Oh get on the wine there are many people who want to fuck me but I wanna fuck you meaning she said that to me she wants to fuck me and it, you don't know what she meant by that she wanted to fuck me with a strap on not fucking kidding this bitch said that she wants to fuck me with a strap on great right great what a fucking slayer I am Ross I'm gonna get fucked with a strap on amazing right and She also asked her, what do you like in sex besides that? And she said, I like, I like, she, she gave me some acronym that I didn't know what it meant. So I Google it and it turns out that it meant balls and cock torture. She wanted, she wanted to torture my balls and cock guys. That would be amazing, right? And by, by balls and cock torture, she meant that she want to insert things in my fucking dick she wanted to insert fucking things in my dick okay this and, and you can understand why you know like what the fuck and i just dropped her this is was disgusting and she was ugly ugly as fuck and dirty looking like in the bad sense dirty and here's a, here's a, a continuation to the story 
Eventually, I saw her in town, and she was with a guy who was apparently her boyfriend. They were like affectionate, holding hands, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were both disgusting, by the way. Both of them had some piercings coming out of their cheeks, and they were like, fuck, disgusting people. And I was like, this disgusting woman, and he was he was mocking her. He was not a chad by any means, but she was, he was not ugly. He was a normie. He was tall, not at all normie. And uh, he, he, he had some earrings coming out of his fucking cheeks. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, this disgusting human being had found a man? What the fuck? And then later, recently, actually, I saw them there on Tinder again. They, there is a couple working for fun. I guess they're working for somebody to torture his boss and cough. What other threads there? So this this is not exactly a thread I should be banned for, but whatever. So yeah, I talked to this bitch. Anyway, other thread. There was this bitch that offered to, uh, not exactly offered, but I, uh, I, I actually, I said, I had said something like, I probably said something like, I want to fuck you again. Some other bullshit, some bullshit, autistic bullshit like that. That only chat can get away with. And I remember this fat bitch. <coughs> She was like uh, between three and four face wise and really fat. Like she was like five eight and probably one ninety five pounds. And he, and she had cankles for days, but she agreed to fuck me. Right? She even agreed to make me, to blow me in public. And I'm like, yeah, I can I can see you know sacrificing myself a little bit to get a public ball drop in a park. But it didn't really happen. I remember her sending me a photo of her saying, this is how I work. Meaning she, she knew she was fat. Take it or leave it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I kind of took it. But eventually she ghosted me. We never met in person. Eventually, you know, she had to study or something like that. And the, the goal was to, it was like, I think it was February. No, I'm not sure. But eventually she had to study. And the idea was that she's going to suck my dick in public. Mm. after her exams but the time passed her exam passed and uh, she ghosted me so basically there's only one sexual experience on the in those fucking threads and those were, I had a, I had one thread that said I, I don't, I'm not attracted to girls who are under five out of ten well I wouldn't want them as a girlfriend but I would fuck them but many of like all of them, like they go, you have no idea how many women ghosted me. Anyway, so this is it. This is what happened. Now, uh, then why I switched from wokeism to incels dot, uh, dot me at the time? Because at wokeism I never felt accepted. I was like struggling to fit. Everybody's this huge fucking slayer. A fucking bitches left and right, and I was getting ghosted left and right. I would fucking do shit, shit ton of tindering, you know, tips and tricks, you know. It didn't work. I would get ghosted and go. It was like, you know, how many bitches ghosted me over and over again until I secured this bitch that I um, lost my virginity to? You have no fucking idea. It was like a what? And I never really fit, so the site was also very. I got tired of this, the same, working the same fucking threads, you know, over and over again. So I switched over to 
me. And eventually I started the approach mission. The approach mission is as legit as it gets. Now many people want to discredit it because they had some threats and they're gonna say, oh there's no fucking way you didn't fucking get a bitch from a thousand approaches. Yeah, there's a fucking way, Einstein. If I had secured this amazing fucking bitch or any bitch, don't you really fucking think I would still be there? Like what is the what in what in the right mind are you thinking? The the truth is that I did secure four dates and those women were way above any any woman that had ever talked to me online. I gave you that. But all of them ghosted me, all of them treated me badly. Some gave me their Facebooks, their numbers, but all of them ghosted me. And it hurt me, obviously. And the, you know what's the sad truth? The approaches are actually way more than 1K. Way more than that. I can assure you. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm approaching like 1.4K by now. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I just don't walk anything. I just, in many, many times, even when I was walking the approaches, I would skip some of them because I'm too tired to write. Because the, even that's effort. Like, I fucking tell you, even that's effort that most of you don't want to do. Okay? Also, think about it. If I was so fucking eager to warp, what do I fucking gain by presenting myself as not getting one woman out of those approaches? What, <coughs> what kind of damage? Motherfuckers, am I trying to do onto you by telling you, by lying to you that I want, didn't get a single one out of 1k? What I'm trying to stop you from approaching? Really? Did I really do that? Think about it. There were men, there were a few guys who actually started their own walks to approaching walks because of me. Because of me. Okay, so. If anything, I actually inspired men to approach. I don't know what remember or I don't know what happened to those guys. Their threads are dead. Maybe they just gave up. Maybe they found a woman. Maybe I don't know. I have no fucking idea what has happened to them. Okay. My if I have to guess, it's just they just gave up because they saw the absurdity of it. This is my guess. If if you're one of them you're listening, just report what ha what has happened. Anyway, uh, I actually inspired people to approach. I didn't, if my goal was to, you know what, I'm gonna fuck the, if my goal was, do you really think I had this mentality where I would say, you know what, let's, let's fuck up those incels. Let's, let's tell them that you, if you approach, you get nothing so that they become even more incel. Yet that was my goal. Are you fucking stupid? Are you really that fucking stupid? What the fuck do I gain from that, you fucking retards? And in fact, I made people approach. Let's let's put it this way: Isn't it more logically for me to fake approaches and then to say that I had succeeded, so that I can probably sell you something like my book or some shit? Isn't that more fucking logical? Isn't it more fucking logical to do that instead? Okay. Although, I want you to open the original thread and fucking read it like a fucking book. You won't find any inconsistencies there. I don't know how hard it would be for me to keep this work without inconsistencies if I was warping. 
because I would be lying every single fucking day. And if I'm lying every single day, there's no way in hell I won't drop something here and there. There's no way in hell I remember the, the, so many names, so many fucking stories, and repeat them over and over again. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way, bro. There's no fucking way, bro, that if you notice the the past will be appearing at a similar time frame because I was approaching after work. There's no fucking way I'll do that. Then, um, what else? Uh, don't you think that I'll be more creative? I'll think of more interesting pickup lines. No, I kept it real. Yes, I did use this wine. You work sympathetic for many approaches, the majority of them. Don't you think I, if I would be warping, I would make it more fun? Think about it. Anyway. Um, also, I presented two fucking recordings of my approaches. You know how fucking hard it is to... How much work all of this has cost me. How much time, how many evenings I had burned for that shit. Okay. Go... I'm, I'm fucking double dare you, motherfuckers. Do the same, what, like approach a thousand, not a thousand, but a hundred, like one tenth of what I did, and fucking walk it. Do it, fucking do it, and then I want you to make two recordings of your of two approaches in a fucking mall, and see how much how much work it actually is, and imagine doing that after you've been rejected a thousand times. Do it. I fucking dare you to do it. Do it, motherfuckers. If you think I was a warp, I dare you to warp like me. Do it, man. Okay? But I wasn't a fucking warp. And this is what infuriates you, right? That I was fucking real. And what the what the fuck, what kind of a guy would do so many fucking podcasts in, in such a fucking detail? Listen to my podcast. Go fucking search for inconsistencies there, you motherfucker. I don't even remember what I've said in any of them. You know why? Because I said the truth. And as they say, if you say the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Because I fucking said the truth. Go fucking listen to my first podcast, to my second, to my third. You're going to find the same thing over and over again. Because I said the fucking truth. All those fucking stories, if I can come up with so many fucking stories in, the, in those ways, I deserve a fucking gold medal, you motherfuckers. But no, they were fucking real. They were fucking real. And I presented you. All the fucking evidence. What you you expect me to uh, made every single approach with a fucking camera? Oh, bro, I don't have any fucking tech on me. I have a fucking phone. I don't have like this. I'm not some YouTube prankster faking his fucking things who and who has like ten cameras and a crew to film him and help him. I was on my fucking own, alone fucking ranger. Okay, I cannot. I don't have the the time and everything to do though to record every single fucking approach and I actually do have one more approach that I didn't post audio recording because people were at the time when the approach approaches ended in November last year uh, people were very aggressive towards me even people on the fucking forum on the forum of the incels they told me you're so fucking stupid your minds were autistic you did, this, you did nothing. You did the same thing over and over again. You did it wrong. You're stupid. There's a motherfucker. Um, there's a motherfucker. Uh, linked. Linked. Um, 
uh, the approach to Ed. The approach to Ed to Rouge V. To the faggots at Rouge V. You sold me to them, motherfuckers. And they fucking tore me apart. They listened to my recordings and they said, uh, this guy is, is the voice of celibacy. And everybody made fun of me. And I, I said, you know what? I'm not posting anymore. I did so much. Everybody hates me. Everybody insults me. They don't know. Like, I get a fucking day, my friends. When I got rejected 74 times. It was October 6th. Okay. It was October 6th. Look at the fucking approaches for October 6th, 2018. You piece of fucking shit. Look at them. I was, like, approaching from 9 in the morning to 9 in the evening. On my fucking bike and approached 74 women. All of them rejected me. All of them treated me badly. You know how, like, yeah, I got four days. Four days that were pain. Like, pain and pain and pain for me. Okay? Yeah, and then some motherfucker named Cocksucker, the fucking Mozart. What the fuck you are? Who the fuck names himself Cocksucker? And this other fucker, Kajet, or whatever the fuck's his fucked up name. Who, by the way, I googled that fucker, Kajit, whatever his name is. And the fuck is, look like a fucking chad. And that, guy, that guy's a fucking moat. Yeah, it says he's 5'2", but he has the face of a fucking chad. Still, and that guy's a moat there. And those motherfuckers have the audacity to drop me. To drop me without asking anything. Without giving me a chance to explain myself. After I did so much for that fucking website. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, because I had the most popular, I didn't even knew it, I didn't even know it at the time, but it turned out I had the most popular thread, so it means that I have dragged a shit ton of visitors and members to this fucking site, you pieces of fucking shit, I have earned you fucking money, and you paid me this way, who the fuck does that, and all you fucking ads, because all there's, I, if you're not using ad blocker, they are fucking ads of porn and dicks and dick and large money and sex dolls on top of the fucking site. Motherfuckers, who the fuck clicks on those ads? Visitors. And who the fuck dragged visitors? It was me. So I probably earned you money too. I don't know what kind of money you're making from that, those kinds of shit ads. But if you're making any sum of it came from visitors who came from me to, to read my thread. Let's, let's, let's assume for a second that I was warp, which I wasn't. Even if I was warp, it's still the best fucking dread on the whole fucking site. What does this tell you, you piece of fucking shit? What does it tell you? It tells you that your fucking site sucks. It sucks because it repeats the same shit over and over again. You have those postmaster idiots who basically quote whatever somebody said before them and, and post some fucking one-liners fuck you I have like I don't even have 4,000 posts and I've been there for longer than most people and you have some motherfuckers your newest posters have like 20k posts that are basically pointless you, and you don't ban those motherfuckers how are they contributing to anything my thread was the most popular not because it was warp, but because it was real and because it was actionable, because it was for real. It was actually an attempt in real life. Okay. That, that's what it was. And you banned me? I did so much for this fucking site. And you banned me. 
But you know what? The joke's on me. I should have never done the approaches and worked them on your fucking site. I should have done my own website and worked them there. That's what that's what I should have done instead. But the thing is, I didn't do it for money. I didn't do it for fame. I did, however, appreciate your support when I received it. Uh, I did it because I thought I could succeed. And I'm not a fucking true sell. Of course, I'm not a fucking... I never claimed to be. Because it's your on you if you fucking assume that every fucking visitor on your fucking site is like... One out of ten doesn't have fucking ears and he's never had sex. It's really fucking stupid to think that an insult has to be a true cell to be an insult. That's really stupid to assume that every fucking guy on your side is ugly as sin and um, is a total virgin. It's stupid because it's not the case. You can be like, you can be a fuck. I was virgin for 29 fucking years, you piece of fucking shit. Many of you have not even been alive that long. So fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, motherfuckers. And now you probably think I'm gonna be posting on wokeism. No, I ain't gonna be posting on fucking wokeism because the site is fucking dead. It's full of the same fucking uh, uh, morals peddling the same fucking idea over and over again, complaining that they're not fucking Wachowski. And uh, no, and the site is like, doesn't have any frame on it. It's just stupid, you know. And this is it. This is it. Um, I don't know when I was banned. Uh, was it Thursday or whatever? And I was like, it, it was midnight, and I'm like, is this for real? And um, it turned out that it was. It is for real. And it, I was supposed to go to bed, and I'm like, I'm not going to bed. And I stood from midnight to 2 a.m. just like, you know, browsing the web, doing whatever. But the truth is that. It hurt less than I expected to hurt. It was like I was I was just like sitting on my chair and thinking this should be a lot more painful, you know. Because all those rejection there, like I would sometimes I would be I would be doing something and a, a rejection would come to my to, to my attention and I would be like, what the fuck? How the fuck did I survive so much? And um, sometimes I want to cry, but I just can't, which is really weird. Uh, even if you look at my previous approach, uh, my la latest approach, my last, my latest rejection, which is after all those approaches, it still hurts, bro. It still hurts. But anyway, um, I guess the, my age is starting is starting to come up because those things don't hurt me that much. Your band didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. It was like a medical procedure that I'm like, it looks really fucking, sounds really fucking painful. And then it, they do it onto you, and it hurts, but it's not as painful. It was kind of what it was for me. And I think it is because I finished the mission. I think it's because I was basically done anyway, meaning I was going to continue to post for sure. But I was done with my big sacrifices for this forum, you know. And I'm done, by the way, even if by some miracle of whatever you unban me. I'm not posting there anymore. I'm just done. I gave my show to it, really, I really gave my show to, to it, and very few people actually saw it, even when I was in band, very few people actually saw it, and I'm grateful to them, they know who they are, um, I'm grateful, grateful for them that um, they support me, but I can't forget that at the same time, even when I was, um, 
I was not banned and the, the approaches were the end of the approach saga was fresh people were treating me badly you know and by the way don't call me saint and in style I fucking hate that I'm not a fucking saint like, I don't want to be a fucking saint nobody you know but you don't have the right to tell me that I didn't do it you can have the right to tell me that if you consider the only true inch of somebody who has never had sex you're fucking you have your right but you're wrong because it's really I didn't ascend when I had that sex with this woman. I didn't ascend. I actually descended in my heart. Because sex is mostly mental, okay? And um, I actually descended. I actually wanted to make her my girlfriend. And she left me on fucking delivered, okay? And she apparently just fucked me and used me. Guy knows, you know. It's just very hard. It's just very hard. And if I can succeed, it proves how hard it is because I tried and I tried and I want you to, I double dare you to, to do it, to just do what I did, part of it, because obviously you can't do all 1,000 because you all know you're a fucking pussy or whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. So there's that. I'm done with the forum anyway. Forum that, you know. And it's gonna feel empty without me. Not because there aren't people who, who can replace me, but because people don't wanna do hard shit. You wanna do, you wanna repeat your ones, you wanna overthink, you wanna search for black pills, red pills and shit, but you don't wanna do anything in real life. <coughs> you wanna fucking stay on your fucking forum. And keep posting and posting, but that ain't gonna do any good. And by the way, fuck the mods too. Fuck you, fuck you, faggots, because you're banning so many good people who are so, who are so interesting. You're just like you're fucking insecure, faggots. Uh, isn't what does does it say about your forum that um you have you have spent so much time digging dirt on me? And think about it, if I had invested all that time in warping, why the fuck didn't I de delete my account on Wookism if it was inactive? Because it was inactive before you fucking <coughs> before you fucking digged all those threads. Because I wasn't even walking on there. I wasn't even visiting that fucking site. And if I really wanted to be, if I would understand why I would have kept it if it was active. I would, but if it, if it was inactive, why would I, why would I keep it? There is an option on Wokism to request somebody to delete your account. Why didn't I do that? What I was keeping on there? Nothing. Faggots. Okay. And by the way, the mods have always been very aggressive towards me after the approaches ended. After the approaches ended, they became very aggressive towards me. I was banned before, temporarily banned before that. Okay, and they again, once again, they had dug out some uh, threads, this time on incels.me, where apparently I was bragging because I was accidentally touched by a woman, and uh, they had temporarily banned me. And all of that started to happen after the approaches were over because this is what it, it because it suits their agenda. I was useful while the approaches were going on. I did, you know.
I was useful. After that, not so much. After that, I, I became more useful as somebody they would destroy. And I'm, I, I don't want to even post on your shit side anymore because you killed all, all the interesting people were banned. Uh, the only thing left are some fucking one-liners who post the same shit over again and quote. Uh, you know, there, of course there's some interesting guys who are still there, but I think they should should stop posting too because they have already graduated. They just 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 like fuck you, fuck you for betraying me, fuck you for treating me like shit even when I wasn't banned, and thank you to the people who didn't do that. There, are, that's a, a few of them, but thank you anyway. I really appreciate it. Very uh, appreciate. I uh, uh, thank you to the people who supported me after I was banned because a few of them did that. Thank you, and don't make, like, I never lied. That's what I always said, I never lied. I provided as, as much proof as I had the energy to, to provide. And that's it. Will I continue with the podcasts? Maybe. I don't know. Fuck. Fuck everything. Fuck everything. <laughs>